Hey, greetings all my fellow agents in the field. It is your trusted handler, Brian, welcoming you once again to the show. Another episode of our Delta Green Run-Through Convergence, episode eight. And in this handler, say you Mirk. When you going to get back to Bloodlords again? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to be getting back to Bloodlords. Trust me, old boy. We might have just put it on hiatus for a little while, but we'll be... I want to know, are you going to come back soon? The madam needs you to return. Yeah, we'll get the boys back. Don't worry. We'll be getting right back into Bloodlords as soon as we get done with some of these Delta Green. Is, is that okay with you? It's fine. Well... You know what? I hope it's fine with all you fellow listeners out there as well. Remember, if you like what we're putting out there, please leave us that five-star rating and review on whatever podcast app you listen to show on. Don't forget, you can find us on YouTube at RollTheHard20. And please write into the show. Let me know what you guys are thinking at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com. I reply to all the emails, including when I hear people from far off in the UK and Sweden tell us how great the show is and basically what we are ranked currently we're ranked up there pretty high i guess we're at position 58 in the category of hobbies in the united kingdom that's pretty cool position 71 in sweden and position 123 in denmark right on you crazy swedes i love you guys anyways let's uh let's warm up our dice and top off our glasses roll the hard 20 podcast presents episode eight of our delta green scenario run through convergence enjoy was that was some crazy times because we remember we used to go up that hill and through all those homes to to go bow uh to one to do our slingshots and our bow uh shooting out past those houses yeah remember when we walking through that neighborhood all camoed out with our bows <laughs> people give us the dirtiest looks yeah you try to do that you'll have the whole fbi up yeah we wouldn't you. you couldn't do the stuff we used to do that no way ago. man but I mean, people were a little more lenient when you'd see people walk through your yard at five thirty in the morning with bows. So nowadays, my little be a little bit different. Yeah. So. Uh days gone by. I know, man. Whatever happens, just going out and catching your game. Um, how's everyone good doing? Times. Good. Hey, Sammy. Yo, what's see that video of the food I was making tonight? That looked pretty good. Yeah. What all? What all was that? Uh, I cooked up some steaks, uh, some potatoes in the oven. I did some uh, red cabbage like we would do at the cabin and uh, yeah, kind of made some meals for the rest of the week. So oh, listen to do it, man. Yeah. Cause Brandy and Allie, they're gone this week. They're in Jamaica. So. Hey, there Jamaica, you go. Come on. Hey, man. Hey, man. At least they could. Is she going to meet Dexter St. Cock? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's fucking your wife. Good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well, sorry. My bad. <laughs> What a long phase. Yeah. <laughs> on the Isle of Love. <laughs> I, I can't remember the skit, but heaven yeah. knows I listened to a hell of a lot of it back in like 83. That's Eddie Murphy, by the way. For those of you who remember Delirious. Yeah, that's what it was. Raw. Delirious. Yeah. It was raw. Was, no. Nah, was raw? it? I think so. I think so. 
He was Alex. in the red leather suit. That was delirious, but I think oh, that yeah. Dexter St. Jock was uh, from Raw, but okay. I could be wrong. We're going to have to find that out next On the session. next episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, let me lead us in, and then we'll take care of what's going on. Greetings, fellow singers. Welcome back to World Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted handler, Brian. And with me, my hard slingers of yore. Hey. Yeah. Episode 8 of our Convergence run-through. But before we begin, we got the business to handle. We got another shout out to give. This one goes out to James Wachter over on the YouTube channel. He just recently found us and had this to say. An amazing audio play, great group. I love a good Delta Green RPG. Thank you, James. And with that, let's raise our glass for James. Yeah. Hail. You can't see us, James, but we're, we're drinking for you, brother. Yeah, exactly. So pre-suns all around. <laughs> yeah. So last episode, you guys finally reconvened at Merle's Country Bunker. You disclosed your information that you found at the Spivey residence, as well as the Allen residence. Then you decided you were going to head over to Merle's Shut Eye. While in the lobby, you met with the guest specialist, Sarah Harbor, and she was checking you gentlemen in. When another individual got in line behind you with a bucket in his hand and a white t-shirt on. And when you guys turned around, he was basically waiting to fill up this bucket with ice. Apparently he had been staying or is still staying at the shut eye. Agent Odesso, you kind of started a little rapport with him. He introduced himself as Karen Cola, or I think you heard Sarah call him that. And he said that he was with Phenomenex. Right. He was the old employer, or at least editor, of Mr. Romeo Ramirez. No, he was, was not. not. He was not. But thank <laughs> you for editor. playing. He was saying that he knew of Ramirez, knew but that he didn't agree with his tactics. He thought he was more of a hack. Yeah. Would never allow him to write for Phenomenex. Right. He thought it. Uh, what he did was definitely beneath the level that they were at. So... Yeah, he was not um, uh, completely upset or uh, dismayed when he found out about his death. No, he, he was pretty much indifferent. And I believe that we left off where you said that you wanted to to get to know him a little bit more, to question him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do, Agent well, Odessa? Uh, he's getting ice, and I'll ask him what he's drinking. Well, I'm waiting for the... Uh, our guest specialist here to fill up my bucket because apparently the ice machine is in the manager's suite. And what are you putting that ice in? A bucket. What I meant is, you mixing drinks, margaritas, uh, maybe daiquiris, maybe something with an umbrella in it. Uh, I've got some uh, good old-fashioned whiskey with me. I'm oh, that sounds of, great. Uh, I'm assuming that you're a man, a drinking man yourself, then, eh? Absolutely. I could use a little bit of liquid painkiller. If if you allow me the pleasure of buying you a drink, perhaps I could ask you a couple questions about this town, because I'm sure you've probably got a story as to why you're here. This is, seems to be an out-of-the-way kind of place. What do you mean, buy me a drink? I've uh, Currently, I have my assistant back at the room right now. Are you saying you want to join me in my room? Could always sure. use a Steadicam operator. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you, you don't seem that kind of individual. You seem more of a participant. Uh, or would you rather actually go to a bar? You you tell me. And uh, well, he's well, doing maybe this. Could... Why don't you why don't you make a human int check while you're doing this? Gotcha. And my human. And someone has to I... sign for these rooms. So uh, while he's figuring that out, I will ask guest specialist Sarah is there are we done here do I is there the keys do you need me to sign in the register or what would you like me to do ma'am yeah don't want to get uh, out of your well, hair why don't you tell me uh uh how many rooms are you gonna need you're gonna need four rooms you, you know uh, don't tell me you're gonna need one room because we don't we don't subscribe <laughs> to that here uh, I think get... we could probably you know do two rooms with if they have separate beds of course we're not that close but we are good friends yeah, we, we can accommodate that. That would be fine. What'd you get, Agent Odesso? Uh, Agent Odesso failed. He got a 72, needed under 50. <laughs> he certainly seems interested in talking with you. Mm -hmm. You've piqued his interest. Okay. What I'd like to do is just simply bring over a bottle of something and then just pick this guy's brain about any kind of background he can give me on the town, any uh, unusual activities. Maybe he's heard something. I'm hoping he's here investigating a story or doing something in the nom in order to forward his career with Phenomenex. That's what I'm hoping. And I'd like to hear what he has to say, because if they can give me any context or background, I'd appreciate it. He might That's have what I'm stuff, hoping. too, about the, the other stuff that people don't want to talk about, like the cows and the other missing people. Right. Well, he looks at you and he says, well, well I'll tell you what. Why don't you give me about uh, 10 minutes to get my assistant in... Uh, a presentable fashion and then come back and see me i'm on room 109 got it thank you what are you drinking i'd like to bring you a bottle of something we can split make it woodford please excellent <laughs> good choice he turns to sarah harbor you guys a good have friend a friend of mine recommended that <laughs> you guys got a a bar around here or, or a, a liquor store somewhere i can pick up a bottle of woodford Merle's quick stop uh, and drop. Yes, we do. Yeah, we we do. have a Merle's Liquor Guns and Smokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's right guy, across man. the street. Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Liquor what? <laughs> Merle's Liquor Guns and Smokes. Let me uh, <laughs> let me pull the, the hang on. Let me let me pull it up for you. Oh, that's real. I thought that's something you just came up with. <laughs> no, that's no, real. Wow. <laughs> right, oh, right there. From the shut eye. Yeah. I was going to say, if uh, walking distance, if that's too far, I saw a place just down the way called the Double Douche. We could go there. I thought you were going to say the daycare and elder care. <laughs> <laughs> so as, as you're talking with him, Agent Adesso, Sarah slides the registration book towards you, Agent Each, and she opens it up. And from what you can tell, the motel itself is housed to 12 rooms, not counting the manager's suite but you could see that five of the rooms have already been rented out because you could see right next to the rooms themselves you know 101 102 blah 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 it's and you see that one of those he is he's in 109 all right you see that 102 and 106 have been procured by the same individual it just says s adams you also see that Rooms 104 has been rented out by Joe Krista and 105 by Angel Spivey. Now, you two groups have been given rooms 
110 and 111, which are on the back side of the shut eye. What room was Spivey in again? 105? 105. Yeah. Okay. And apparently 102 to 106 is uh, Sam Adams. He's no, brewing some 102, small batch beer. 102 and... <laughs> and 106? And two rooms, yes. Okay. Yeah. And those are on the front side. Okay. Okay, I'm looking at the map, yeah. Which faced the parking lot where you guys had parked. Okay. Out of character, um, something you had said that struck me as kind of odd... There's five of us here. Was Me? that? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, handler. Um, something that was odd is you said the ice machine was in the manager's office. Yeah, there's a manager's suite. If you look at the the schematic of Merle's shut eye, yep. you'll see that there's a door to the north of the lobby. Yep, that's the manager's suite. You'd imagine that inside there is probably a bed or cleaning utility supplies. And that's where he's implying that the ice machine is at. He had said the ice machine was broken. Is that located in that little alcove on the, the right of the map? No, he didn't say that he didn't have access to the ice machine. Oh, okay. I thought if you see on the alcoves broken. that are to the left and right, those are yeah. emergency exits. Okay. Uh, so out of character, we can cut this in that lobby right in front of the double doors to the right. Is that then the reception desk or something? That's correct. And those okay, are two chairs that are against okay. the west wall. Yeah. yeah. To me, that looked like a separate room that someone would go in, and that's where the ice machine and vending machines might be. So, okay. Thanks. Yeah. yeah it just struck me out that you said it was in a, a locked manager's office. It's like, what use is that? Well, you would come to the lobby desk and with your bucket, and they would fill it for you. Okay. All right. Cool. That covers it for me. Thank you. Damn. They're really sticklers on ice, aren't they? So uh, later, you know, locking precious. up everything nowadays. A lot of theft going on, I hear, in these big towns, you know. Water locking theft. up the ice machine. What do you guys want to do? All right, I'll, the... I'm going to need Tom. someone to drive me to get a bottle of Woodford. So each, yep, for driving to get some Woodford, I could use the liquid painkiller. Uh, sure, you're, yeah, okay, yeah, no problem. Um, Who, uh, have they gave us the keys yet? They're on the counter. Have... Oh, okay. She's waiting to see how you're going to pay. Oh, okay. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll take out my my uh, my platinum, my plastic, and I will put that down on the counter. And uh, she runs also you for both her, rooms. Yeah, and ask her while she's there. Can we get a couple buckets of ice too, or do we need to get that from our room? No need to bother you later, you know. No, that's fine. Um, when you're done, honey, I'll go ahead and go get the buckets out of the manager's suite, and I'll have them filled up and delivered to your room if that's okay. Oh, you're a dear. Thank you. Hey, thank you. She starts <laughs> blushing. Persuasion check. No. <laughs> That's right. Uh, absolutely, Des. So, why don't you say we? Uh, you need anyone need to drop anything off in their rooms or anything? Are we? Uh, are we all? Are we all going together, Agent? Oh well, depends on what you'd like to do. If you want to hang out here and maybe go over any of the, the notes. In fact, if. So out of character, we really haven't had a chance to catch up and give the download yet, have we? We've been kind of doing that on the way over in the car. Somebody was kind of busy eating like three steaks and four yeah. plates of uh, meatloaf. Meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you mean by catch up? You mean catch up with what you guys have investigated or catch like, up yeah, from have we, everything like, in life? No, no. Uh, just fr from the last episodes of the day, have we been able to download and uh, Rice and Coldwell are all caught up on what happened with 
you know, because I know we talked about it, but I didn't know if we if we if they got all the info. If we need to have more more info, a uh, couple of us could from the each of the groups could sit down and go over the stuff, and then someone else can drive Grandpa. Well, I know that they didn't tell you anything about what happened with Todd, and mm -hmm. I don't other than what Adesso mentioned as far as that purple globule. You guys mm -hmm. really didn't say what you had discovered in Billy Ray's room. All right, Rice, you up for driving yep. uh, the old drunkard here, and I can uh, give Coldwell the download on all the information. And he can tell me what you got, what happened with you guys. Sound like you had a little bit fun as well. <laughs> you could you could say that. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll drive him. Adesso, can you, can you walk yourself out? Do you need some help? No, I'm I'm good. It just once I'm moving, I gotta stay moving. But once I sit down, I'm probably gonna need some help getting out of the car. Try not right. to make too much of a show that you're hurt. I'll uh, cool. hand yeah. the key over to uh, Rice and say, "Hey, you guys, uh, if you get lucky, you guys can shack up tonight. I'll go with Coldwell, and we'll we'll brief each other and get the notes for you. I know you like to collect the notes, Rice. <laughs> you know me all too well. The the keeper, <laughs> keeper of the notes." <laughs> Um, Each, yes, you and Coldwell, you have two sets of keys, room 110 and room 111. What do you want to do? Uh, we'll go for the, the one that's the farthest uh, away, so so uh, Odessa doesn't have to walk as far to the room. <laughs> yeah. 111. All right. Make we'll, your way to we'll, the room. You yeah, open up we'll, the door, and you see that inside is two double beds, nightstand between them. You see that there is a large window. Curtains are drawn against the far wall opposite the door. And of course, there's a restroom with a stand-up shower, okay. sink and whatnot. Okay, well, um, yeah, I guess, uh, do we need to grab anything? Do you need to grab anything from the car before we take the room? There's one thing I want to grab before we take off. <laughs> I don't want to leave my katana sitting in the car to get broken into. You go out to the car, you see Agent Rice is still trying to help Agent Adesso into the car. So you you have that time to grab that katana if you need uh, to. Excuse me, Rice. Do you mind if I grab my my uh, architectural blueprints in that tube, please? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Should I make an athletics check to get into the car? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do that. Okay. 71 i failed <laughs> you basically rip ass as he's pushing you in this thing <laughs> that gas has to escape somehow otherwise there we go it's no, up in the shoulders and hurts <laughs> as he's helping you in you kind of slip and stumble but he manages to to help get you in the car about that time each grabs his tube out of the trunk closes the lid and heads back into the shut eye Right. Rice, you and Adesso head out onto the main strip of I-135. Make a left heading northwest. And in about five minutes, you find yourself in the parking lot of Merle's Liquor, Guns, and Smokes. <laughs> That's a great name. <laughs> I wish I could take credit for that. I cannot. <laughs> open 24 hours shooting range in the rear liquor button pistol what <laughs> that's right smoking range in the front <laughs> <laughs>
All right, so we pull up. Uh, are there any cars in the uh, the parking lot that that two, I observe? There are two cars in the in the parking lot right now. Uh, what's the make of those cars? It's dark. They're dark cars. One of them looks to be a mid '90s Mustang. The other one looks to be a late '2000s Nissan. So, Adesso, it seems like uh, these cars don't look out of the ordinary. Have we seen that Mustang before? Oh, uh, where where did you think you saw it? The police station. Oh, interesting. At least I think I saw it there. I remember something about a Mustang. Okay. Well, let's just keep an eye on, you yeah. know, keep an eye out. Uh, you need me to help you out of the car here? Yes, unfortunately. Let me make that another little mathematics check, see if I can get out of the car on my own. And that is a 31. No, I need a 30. <laughs> so I missed it by a percent. So he, he's got to help me about 90% and I get one little bit, uh, a little, uh, almost made it. So uh, I try to keep the pain off my face, but uh, I, I am in pain. Let your teeth fall out as you grimace. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so you make your way out of the car. Make your way through the door. Rice opens up the glass door, pulls outwards. And you see basically like a, a real tiny convenience store. Racks of chips, sodas, booze in the back. Hard liquor against the far wall behind the register. And behind the register also you see an older man. Handlebar mustache, gray. And he's talking to a younger man in his 30s. And they're kind of talking back and forth, kind of leaning into each other. And when they see you walk through the door, they stop talking. We go to Agent Each and Agent Coldwell back at the shut eye. Okay. You guys find yourself in the room. Coldwell, you're still strapped with your weapon. You see Each walk in the door with this large, dark tube in his hands. You know that the katana's in there. So. What happened? Uh, what happened with you and Rice? I think you got a little bit of the lowdown of what happened with Adesso and I. Uh, I checked in the book when I signed. It is uh, Krista is here, who's the brother-in-law, as well as the Spiveys. They're here, or the Spivey. <laughs> but, you know, but, yeah. Uh, so they are here. Um, I also did see running two rooms, one hundred two and one hundred six. Someone named S. Adams, who maybe we can give that name to Rice when he gets back. And potentially it's nobody. It's someone just staying at a nice local bed and breakfast type place. But with someone like Phenomenex here, with all the strange things going on, it can't hurt to check. Especially when they're renting two rooms and they're not adjoining. Hmm. I wonder what the reason of that would be for. You said I guess there was we'll a room for Spivey? Yes. So the the wife and the sister and Mr. Krista are staying here after we had suggested that they leave the house due to a foul toxic smell coming from the sewer or the the drains. Hmm. I'd explain why they'd be here. Yeah, we are didn't sure? want them in the house with what well, happened to Adesso. Oh well that's a good call. I'm even surprised Adesso's even manages the mustard to go out to the store. Yeah. Well, they are getting whiskey. <laughs> his drinking problem far exceeds his physical problems. <laughs> <laughs> what what happened for... with you and, and Rice? 
Well, we didn't get much information other than that the girl disappeared. Spivey's girlfriend. I guess she ended up going to Dr. Patel, the, the same general doctor that, you know, takes a look at everyone here. And um, men and women, <laughs> the OBGYN that looks at women and men. I thought, OBGDYN. <laughs> I thought she was the the general or she the general uh, OBGYN physician at the area because didn't Miss Patel also see Spivey? Yeah, I remember Billy Ray. Yeah, that's correct. No, Patel it's Dr. And... Oba Christeth is yeah. the OBGYN, not Patel. Not Patel. Patel's the general doctor, right? That's correct. And that's who they went to go see. That's who actually the daughter went to go see, wasn't it? Was Oba Christeth. Oba Christeth. Okay. Christeth. Christeth. Okay. Well, I know that we have from Sheriff Oakley orders to get out of town by sun up. That doesn't make any difference to me or to us or to our mission. But no, I didn't. But Mr. Allen also claimed to be such a good friend of uh, Sheriff Oakley. And if there was anyone to point fingers at or talk to, it would have been Sheriff Oakley himself or his son. Mm. Yes, I remember we wanted to talk to his son as well because he's friends with the young Billy Ray. Out of character for a minute. Didn't the Mustang belong to the son? No, he had a Camaro. Camaro. It was a bitchin' Camaro. There we go. <laughs> bitchin' Camaro. Okay. Which is still in the impound at this time. Ah. Well, I'm hoping... I'm oh, sorry, back in game. Well, I'm hoping, Coldwell, that Odessa's talk with our friend from Phenomenix comes up with some information because our time is running short and there are a lot of things that we still need to figure out and people I, to talk to. I agree. Another thing that uh, we came across, Jamie, the uh, waitress, she was actually the mother of uh, Spivey's girlfriend. I don't know if we properly introduced ourselves while we were there, but if you noticed... Agent Reisman, myself, did recognize our waitress. Whatever ended up happening with the Todd. Oh, we left Todd. Don't worry about Todd. Agent Reisa managed to find some leverage on top of him. <laughs> like the way you phrased that. <laughs> Agent Rice and Agent Adesso. You see these two individuals cease talking when you walk in the door. Yeah, so the theme from the good, the bad, and the ugly uh, whistles in the background, you know? No, nothing like <laughs> that at all. But you do see, I mean, they're not cold-shouldered. They just ceased their conversation. The individual that's behind the counter, the older man, he looks at the two of you. And he, oh, can I help any of you gentlemen? What, what can I do for you? Yeah, um, could use a bottle of Woodford and a box of 10-millimeter uh, bullets. Oh, all right. Reaches up, pulls down the bottle of 10 millimeter. <laughs> <laughs> pulls down the bottle of Woodford, puts it on the counter, goes, turns around. He opens up a cabinet that would appear to be locked, but isn't. It has all the hardware to lock the cabinet, but it just isn't. He opens it up, comes around, looks around. He's like, I'm sorry, 10 millimeter is a little strange around this, this area. We don't have any 10 millimeter for you. I'm sorry, sir. Not Can I get right. you something else? 
What, what are you shooting that's got 10 millimeter? Uh, Delta Elite. You see the individual that's on your side of the counter, the younger guy. He mm-hmm. looks towards you, and he kind of moves his right hand towards his hip and pulls his, his jacket back a little, and you can see a badge right next to his gun on his hip. He says, Delta Elite, huh? And Odessa looks at him and opens his jacket and points to his badge. Yeah, Delta Elite. Roll for initiative. Yep. <laughs> Mine's federal jurisdiction. Who are you, boy? Local. <laughs> well, um, then. You're the one that Dan was talking to earlier today. What? What? Oh, you? Oh, pleasure to meet one of the locals. How you doing? Sheriff Dan was very, very helpful to us. We're just here doing some stuff, and hopefully we'll have our investigation concluded quickly. Yeah, about that, uh, you know, Sheriff Oakley, he's a stickler for what he says. If... uh. He said that you're supposed to be out of here by tomorrow. I hope you're buying your whiskey to celebrate your departure. Got it. All right. Uh, you gentlemen all have a good evening. Uh, Lewis, don't forget. Keep down your livestock, will you please? I got to get back right out to Sally's house. Make sure nothing else is going on over there. And he walks out the door, gets in the Mustang and takes off. Yeah. See, I knew I saw the Mustang somewhere. <laughs> The older man, obviously Lewis, says, "Well, uh, okay, so uh, just gonna be the the whiskey there. Anything else for all of you? No, I think that'll do it. Eighteen ninety-five. Those days. He brings up some number. Adesso <laughs> pays for it. Picks some uh, the credit card out, hands it to him, runs it through, sends you guys packing. You guys basically have your brown bag of booze with you." One quick question, uh, Lewis, before we leave. Nice to meet you. Uh, the deputy mentioned something about you keeping an eye on your livestock. We did come across a couple of mentions of that in our investigation. Your livestock are cows, correct? Mm, yeah. I got, I got some cows. Horses, too? Not anymore. <laughs> they they... Can you give me a little more information on that? It may help our investigation. Uh, I don't, wasn't aware that you had an investigation out here. What, what are you again? Can I see your badge again? Absolutely. Man? Whips out, shows me FBI badge. Phoebe? Yeah. <laughs> we don't go Phoebe. We call ourselves the feds. Is, this, is that a D? Anyway. <laughs> no, I just... Uh, you know, I had a couple of my horses. I had two of them there, and they they both died over the last two weeks, one every week. Do you remember what they died of? Tragedy. Well, <laughs> oh, in all candor, were they killed or were they poisoned? No, they were killed. They were killed. One of them had its head removed. The other one had its innards removed. Was it an animal attack? I ain't never seen no animal like that, ever. I had Marty come out and take a look. That was Marty that just left, by the way. I had him come out with one of his co-workers, and they were looking at it, and, and they said it was the strangest thing they had ever seen. Huh. I mean, there were no no gouge marks or anything. It looked like somebody had taken like a laser and just opened these two animals up. That's amazing. They ever find out who did it? No. No. When you say laser, did were the edges of the wounds burned? Or just well, they the weren't bleeding, they were they were they were scarred up. 
What, what's that word you call it? Cauterized? Yeah, cauterized. I don't think it's a real <laughs> word, but yeah. <laughs> so the edges of the wounds were cauterized, and the, the bodies looked like they'd been cut by a laser. That's amazing. I, I'm so sorry for your loss. Horses are wonderful creatures. I can't imagine. They're expensive. You know take. what those two fucking animals cost me? Probably about 15K each. Well, I didn't have to pay that much, but <laughs> still expensive. I'm sorry for yeah. your loss. And and they, they, no leads on that, huh? Marty says he's working on it. I believe him. He married my daughter, so I believe him. He's family. All right. Well, thank you, Lewis, for your time. I appreciate it. No problem. Desso tries to walk out without looking like he's limping. <laughs> you guys Roll make ball. your way back out to the parking lot. It's your car. <laughs> And then Esau are the only two remaining in the parking lot. What do you make of that, Rice? Guys, horses were cut up. There's a lot of things going on in this town. Yeah, it uh, seems awfully strange to have uh, an animal that size with its head cut off and the other one with its innards pulled out. And let's yeah. think about this place, right? First, we've got missing people. We've got a kid who's f surgically altered by some way or somehow is altered. Who then goes on a killing rampage. We got mutilated animals. And what is going on in this place? There's a lot more to this place than we're, we're, we're catching on. Well, don't forget about what squarely knocked you on your ass. Yeah, the blob or whatever the heck it yeah. is lurking in the drains. It, it, yeah, this is an interesting place to say the least. Hopefully our guy from the Phenomenex, Mr. Caracola, has some information for us or at least can tell us what he's investigating. I hope so, because uh, right now, none of this is adding up at all. No, not at all. And you need some help in? You good? Oh, let me try. Roll that dice. That he just strong. disappeared. Ah. He fell down. Uh, yeah. he, made it in this time. <laughs> he totally failed. <laughs> I got it. I made it this time, a 13. <laughs> so I'm able to get in the car. Yeah, you're starting to move around a little bit more. You're starting mm -hmm. to feel more like yourself. What time is it, by the way? It's probably about nine o'clock at this point. It's getting late. Yeah. You guys make your way back to the shut eye, walk in through the lobby doors, and you know where Mr. Karen Cola is staying, correct? Yeah, room 109. That's correct. Tell me what you guys would like to do. Uh, we'll go up and um, let's just check in with our guys and let them know we're back because people have a tendency not to make it back. And just let them know that we're here and they we're gonna talk to Mr. Karen Cole and see if we can get any information. Yeah, Tessa, did you did you catch what room they were gonna be in? Yeah, we're in 106 and I believe 10 106 and 105. I think in your diminished capacity. What what do you have? What what room number is on your uh, key there? Uh, handler, what room number is on my key? You have 110. Got it. Oh, great. So we got to join the rooms. That'll work out great. Anything you need to drop off there, Adesso, before we go talk to Karen Cola? Are you good? No, I am good. I just want to check in with each and Coldwell, let them know where we are, that we made it back. So Make tell sure you what. made it back. Tell you what. You're you're moving a little slower. Why don't you head down towards uh, Karen Cola's room all I'll uh, double time it down and and uh, on 111. Let them know we're back. How's that sound? That sounds great. All right. So I go down to 111 and knock on the door. 
I open the door. Hey, Ichi, we're uh, we're back. We're gonna go down and talk to Karen Cola. Okay. Anything mm-hmm. re- you and Caldwell? Are you guys good? We're just delightful. Um, no, we need to respect the sock on the door for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Can't the do not disturb. I don't think all four of us should be in there with Caracola. That's not going to be conducive to getting information. But I also think that splitting us up and the other two not doing anything is a waste of our time. So we should figure out something for Coldwell and I to do while you are interviewing him. Yeah. What do you What are you thinking? You guys want to take off and go go uh, look someplace else in town? I got the keys here. I'm well, they had a keys. hot tub. <laughs> the problem is, is it's getting Wait. on nine thirty right now, and I don't think any of the locals would be too happy having a bunch of federal strangers walking up and interviewing them. We have the Spiveys here, or the Spy V, and the Christas. We've already talked to them, but. We could also spend a little more time with them, though I'm a little leery of talking to Mr. Krista again because he wants to be friends with us very badly. Oh, he doesn't know his place. Well, I guess Coldwell's here. He could help him with that. (laughs) (laughs) I mentioned that I got briefed on how the the exchange went with Toad. (laughs) Okay, well, I think you should be down there with him. No need to have us singled out. And Coldwell and I will think of something and we'll let you know. We'll send you a text. No, we're down in 109. And if we're Got stay it. out longer than what is usual, you guys have the room key. Yeah, <laughs> they have their own room key. Yeah. So okay. the room be bopping. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> Come on in. The more the merrier. <laughs> Come on. Oh, fuck. So I I head back down the hall, uh, kitchen up with Adesso. He's still turning the corner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was quite the blow, man. It's that that blob was no joke. No, not at all. It was uh, seven points of love. So yeah. out of uh, out of character, uh, agents. What should what should Coldwell and I be focusing on? What's the next? Uh, most important thing. Phenomenex dude is here. We could see what rooms 102 and 106 are, but it seems like that's just, at least for story-wise, that seems odd. Why would we be yeah. checking? Like, we have no reason to think that it's anyone else other than, you know, just someone staying here for the night. Uh, Ryder, do you, can you put up that map again for the points of interest? The only other thing that I could think of each if you want to do is i don't know if we could find anyone else to hunt down to talk to whether we can get uh sheriff oakley's kid somehow or i mean when i debriefed you we did talk about the reservoir area that seems like the only hangout where most of these kids or most of these teenagers that we would want to talk to would probably be hanging out drinking beer and doing whatever on a monday night though Mm. I mean, it's worth a shot, but that's kind of far away. Yeah. What time of year is it? Are we in the summertime? It's May. Maybe they're not a school. Maybe they're not. No, no, not, no that's the month, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is this the map you wanted, Sammy? The 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 Mongo one, or the just the one no, of the town? No, 
I was going to look at the town just because okay. the reservoir, I think we need to look at tomorrow. That's like super far away and off road and all that. Mm. And Got it. I don't think our Camaro or old Betsy will make that. And we still have old Betsy, right? You have that and you have a charger. A charger. Sorry. Yeah. Handy Mart. Is that like a massage parlor? <laughs> different <laughs> definition of handy i was thinking hardware store you make me cut that, that too interesting. <laughs> <laughs> there's your blooper um yeah so real not to drag it down what what should coldwell and i be focusing on then because it seems a little late to be pounding on doors and stuff like that um well, yeah, it's odd that video. the spiveys are here why are they no I, we told them to go here or oh. i told them to go here both he I'm and Krista, sorry, I, I said Go there. We're going to be there because then we can share information. If worse comes to worse, I could always text Joe Krista and just start grilling him on some of that other stuff that he may or may not know about. Coldwell and I could, you know, try good Persuade cop, him. bad cop, or his worst cop, extreme worst <laughs> cop, you know? You know, we haven't talked to anybody back at the FBI. Um, Derringer. Yeah, yeah we haven't talked to Derringer. Away, though, or something. Well, Derringer. Don't talk to him. Der just give him a call. What the hell's Derringer going on? Derringer called us. He didn't he update did? us, but he's, yeah, he called us. He called me uh, while we were at the uh, diner. He said he was going to send out an information, uh, an agent with uh, critical information that might help our case that wasn't safe to be passed through telephone lines. So he's sending someone down that's actually going to meet us at the shut eye. In the morning, though. In the morning. Okay. Well, so we have been in contact with Derringer. Big D. Got it. Well, we can we could always do a call back to him and get like a, a briefing. Um, I mean, it's 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 it, you know not to min max the game, but the G the handler gave us all these room numbers with people, and then there's the two rooms with someone we don't know. So if I was a gamer, I'd say, well, maybe that's someone we need to go check out. So instead of doing that, though, maybe we ask our uh, customer handler. What was it called again? Handler, the guest customer specialist, guest, yeah, guest specialist, socialist, Sarah Harbor, um, Sarah Harbor, and we can uh, maybe find out a little bit of the people who checked in. I can make it under the guise of you know, oh yeah, you know, we had Mister Chris to come and they, they checked in okay and all that. What do you what do you think about that? I think you're under a lot of guys. Mm, no different than normal. Yeah, uh, quiet. That means everyone accepts my. Uh, I agree. Sounds so good. we'll do it. It's good. While you're drinking, I'll be talking with the receptionist. Me and Coldwell. Yeah. Coldwell. Tip the little Dutch rudder action. I'll, I'll make sure I bring the handcuffs. <laughs> All right, let's do that. Okay. So, Odesso and Rice, you find yourselves in front of room 109. Tell me what okay. you do. Knock on the door. Knock, knock. A few moments later, you see the door open, and you see... Mr. Karen Cole is standing there. Looks a little more presentable. He's got a button-up long sleeve shirt. Still kind of loosely buttoned. Covering up that wife beater that he had on earlier. You see on the far bed another individual. It's a woman. She looks like she's in her mid-40s. Florida blonde hair. Kind of blasted hair dried. She's wearing kind of a of a pajama nightgown with pajama bottoms you see her feet toenails painted and she's just sitting there on the bed thumbing through a magazine and karen cole says please come on in uh don't mind susan over here 
She's my assistant. Got it. Nice to meet you, Susan. Polly Adesso, FBI. Champed. <laughs> and this is uh, my other special agent, Rice. Uh, we're uh, here just want to ask you a couple questions. Really would appreciate your insight on specifically this town. There's been a whoa, whoa, lot going whoa, on. Hold on a second there, agent. Mm -hmm. You got the whiskey? Of course. <laughs> Price of admission, sir. What, what kind of... What kind of person would I be without willing to pay for valuable information? Please, let's let's imbibe. Your information would be as dry as my glass. He holds up these three plastic cups. <laughs> the see. best ice you've ever seen. He, he starts fisting ice <laughs> out of this bucket and putting them in these three cups. Got it. By he the way, let me introduce myself less formally. My name is Frank. And this Archer. is, like I said, Susan Barbarossa, my assistant. Hi. <laughs> gotcha. Nice to meet you, Frank. I'm Polly. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Frank and Polly, the old Yeah, school. yeah, from the old neighborhood, huh? <laughs> Where's Mike Frazis? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bivolacqua's pizza parlor burned down. You hear about that? Oh, nobody knows. <laughs> So he starts talking. He's like, well, talk to me, agents. How, how, how can I be of assistance to you? And I could, you could be of assistance to me. Let's work together. Sounds good. Sounds real good. Well, we're here investigating some disturbances in the area involving a uh, multi-jurisdictional crime, uh, which I'm sure you've heard of. And, and we're just trying to pull the... I have not. You have not? Oh. That is not why we're here. Uh what multi-jurisdictional crime has brought you to Groversville? Uh, out of game. Wouldn't there be news reports about the kid that killed his stepfather or his father and then went on a rampage stealing stuff from everybody? Wouldn't this make the news everywhere? Possibly. It just depends. Well, we're doing this out of game, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, it's most likely it's already been covered up. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah, because well, you don't want somebody going around chopping somebody's fucking head off with their hand right. and having that make the six o'clock news. Yeah, but the fact that the kid killed the dad would make. Yeah, but right now they're not even. They're not. Of... Even, I mean, he killed his father, punching a hole through his chest. Right. They don't want that getting through. It's already been kind of uh, pulled back where they thought that it was a gun that killed him. That's, right. that's what they're reporting that a gun did it. When we know that it was a fist that did it. They, no, I got you. Uh, they could sanitize it, but there still would be news reports about the kid who goes on a rampage. But if and, somebody robbed a gas station in Atlanta or right. in Tennessee or in. Uh, or if people went under a submarine. Yeah, they, they could, they could say it was a, a different person <laughs> each time. It, they're not trying okay. to. They're already trying to cut the strings that tie it back to Groversville. That's what you yeah. guys are there for. Is the tone. To, you could totally yeah. like play it off like, oh, you didn't hear about that. Well. I'd like to hear a little bit about what you're here for, and then maybe I can share with you a little bit of something you don't know. Okay, so you haven't heard about that. Well, I'll tell you what, why Not don't we trade all. information? Um, what are you investigating? <laughs> now I'm going to put a lot of faith in you agents that if I actually tell you what I'm here for, that you are going to disclose fully and unabridged what you're here for, correct? Oh, fully and unabridged just drains, drains his glass. Bit hard. We can give you some... 
we can give you some reliable uh, information, but it won't be full because, as you know, we're still investigating and there's propriety and confidentiality there. But I can definitely give you some pointers in the right direction. Well, we're out here investigating disappearances, not the not the regular cattle mutilation that seems to go hand in hand with Groversville that's been going on for quite some time. Now, we're here for the uh, the people that have been missing and have not returned or the people that have returned several days later. We believe that there is an actual genuine story to be had and we want full disclosure by the end of the year. The only way I can be part of that panel of disclosure is if I come to the table with some satisfying information. Okay, that that sounds about right. We um, were investigating, unfortunately, some of the cattle mutilation. Some senator up in the Department of Agriculture got himself uh, one of his constituents. Horse ranch was gone through, killed a bunch of horses, and so he got us to go and investigate this. So it's not very sexy, but it does span several states. This is what we were here. But we've noticed it's been a very strange in the way these mutilations have been. It's almost like, well, hey, what, what more? The, what, what kind of disappearances? I told you enough. What? Tell me about these disappearances. People have been coming back after days missing. Hold, hold on a second, Agent. You you mean to tell me that they sent four feds to this small town in regards to cattle, animal Horses. mutilation, Horses. Horse yes, <laughs> that's correct. Government waste. <laughs> it, I I have no. He wants to run a hum int on that. Mm -hmm. Can I run a persuade? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the dumb soldier. Like, yes, I think it's a gargantuan waste of departmental resources, but I don't get to pick my assignments. That's the kind of attitude he's gonna have. So he runs his check and says, "I could see that happening." Okay. <laughs> That sounds like the government. You bet. <laughs> totally blew it. <laughs> 69, dude, you is what he rolled up. <laughs> tone with your limp, like, I'm just running the clock out here, man. I got so many more days left till I retire. <laughs> Polly's like 32. No one's going to believe that. Um, yeah, the uh, it basically came down to a senator's got a buddy, and the senator wanted us to look into it because his buddy owns the horse ranch, and now here we are. I make no opinion as to the valuable uh, time of four, not one, but four federal agents over here in this wonderful place in Tennessee so that we can investigate this. But here I am. But what you're doing sounds a lot more interesting. So who's been disappearing and, and how the, what have they been saying they've been doing when they come back? Or have they? We go to Agent Each and Agent Coldwell. <laughs> You find yourselves in the lobby and you see Sarah, the guest specialist, reading some rag magazine. Talking about some bat boy they found. <laughs> with a nine Every inch tongue. Team has one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coldwell. You uh, follow my lead on this? I'll follow your lead. All right, I'll walk up to uh, customer socialist, servant, whatever she is, uh, Sarah. Sarah Connor. Uh, yes. Hey, Sarah, I was wondering about that ice that we had talked about earlier. Do you think uh, think we could get some ice? Oh, of course. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I've been so enthralled with this magazine. 
I, I just oh. can't believe some of the stuff that they that they print nowadays. They really need to send somebody out here to Groversville. I think that they would have much better stories than this. I Let me go get so. your eyes for you. Absolutely. And she goes out from behind the counter. You see her pull out a key and she goes into the up against the door that says manager suite, unlocks it, goes inside, it slowly closes and she's gone for a few moments. Okay. Um Ichi's still kind of itching about the that that random set of rooms that's also uh also uh in the book. Does she okay. have was that it a computer system? Is she logging us in with a computer system or is it just like a check-in book? It's just in the book. In. Yeah, it's just in the book. Oh, okay. So this place definitely she, seems very old school. As she's in the back, I'm actually going to take out my wallet uh, that contains my FBI credentials, and I'm going to have that on the counter or have that in hand when she comes back. Okay. A few moments later, she does return. Um, and she's, oh, no, there's there's no charge for this, dear. Oh, well, no, I, I understand. <laughs> no, and, you know, Ichi sort of looks around. He's like, I, I don't know if we mentioned this earlier, and I'll show her my badge. Um, but myself, my colleague oh, Coldwell here, we're, yeah, we're actually with um, the FBI, and we're here, you know, investigating some of the strange things that go on. But more importantly, some of our friends uh, checked in here today, Mr. Krista, as well as his wife and their sister or, or her sister. You you heard about some of the things that might have happened there, right? There's been rumors, but I, I don't try to pay any uh, any mind to those. Uh, you know, people have their dignity, and if they want to talk about it, they will. Yeah, we still we, have our own venues. <laughs> well, we right uh, next door. we suggested they come and stay here to get a little bit of a peace and quiet away from the the scene and. I just wanted to kind of check. I believe there was some people that checked in in rooms 102 and 106. And I just wanted to make sure that the people who are checking in there are going to kind of give some privacy to Mr. Krista and his family, as well as Miss Spivey. You know, she's dealing with a lot now, and I really would hate to have some group of rowdy kids or some drunk, you know, travelers and all that. Can you give me a little maybe information on who's in there? I know that's probably against the rules. I'd really appreciate it, though. Oh, well, that that would be uh, Mr. Scott Adams. He's he's down in room 106, and uh, he, uh, he put together room 102 also. He says he's got some of his equipment down there. He actually paid for both rooms uh, for a full week in advance. So how long has he been here? Did he just get in, or has he been here for the full week so far? About two days already. Okay. Okay, and do you know anything about him, really? He's a he's a good guy, or? Oh, I don't know too much about him. I, I just heard he's some kind of a, a UFO nut editor or something like that for some, I don't know if it was a, an online source or an actual magazine. That's nothing I ever heard of. Some newsletter called Watch the Skies. Hmm. So he's sort of like his... Uh another person like Mr. Caracola in, in 109, who we're currently talking to, I believe. Uh, oh, no, agent. he's nothing like Caracola, Mr. Caracola. No? I had Mr. Caracola fucking all night long. Yeah, that guy ain't done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if, if you can, uh, you know, maybe give a little extra uh, attention to if if the Christos or the Spiveys need anything, uh, I'd really appreciate it. And Ichi will put, you know, like a, 
and this is for your trouble and put a little uh, tanner on the counter or something like that. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. She takes it anyways. Yeah. Puts it in oh, her pocket. Please, thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for your help and thanks for the ice. Coldwell, shall we uh, go back to the room? <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, boys, I don't want to hear you <laughs> all night either. <laughs> I'm totally going to cut that. to cut that Okay, yeah, so yeah, I think we'll head back to the room and then I believe maybe there's someone that we can talk to, Coldwell. Another nut job for a nut paper. <laughs> Hopefully. So, Adesso, you and Rice are talking with Karen Cola, and you asked him if there was anybody in particular that he may be investigating out here, correct? Yes, I wanted to know if he knew who was disappearing when they came back. What I'm looking for is region, area, typical type of person, like they're only kidnapping high school students, or they're only kidnapping men or women or whatever it is, something in a pattern of any kind. Well, right now, I only know of two people that have disappeared. Mm -hmm. Bud Aldrich, he was gone for a few hours. And he came back, he had zero recollection. And another individual, Louisa May, was gone for the better part of a half a day. Same scenario. Hmm. What's your working theory on where they went? You know, they're upstanding people. Yeah, that's one thing about these Groverville people. I think they're genuine people. If they went missing, I uh, I don't know. I mean, there's got to be some merit to it. I heard about strange lights and livestock mutilations coming out of this, this region for, for a while. But it wasn't until recently that people started disappearing. You know, and mm -hmm. honestly, these were the only two that I could discover. And we've only been here for a couple of days ourselves uh, that have any merit. But, yeah. Well, how long have people been disappearing? From my understanding, this is a, this is a recent occurrence, maybe uh, within the past month or so. People have only been disappearing for the past month, and you've only what? gotten two so far. Is there Have there been more previous to this? you got to remember, Agent, that this is a tight-knit community. Mm -hmm. They don't give out their trust easily. Right. They hold outsiders with disdain. It took me almost three weeks just to get the first name, just so that they would take me serious. Hmm. Got it. Understood. So this is long-term kind of stuff, but any connection between the two, uh, I want to call them victims, but yeah, let's do that. Any connection between the two victims? Other than residents of Groversville, I don't think so. I mean, they're not related. At least I haven't checked that far up their, their lineage. Who knows? Well, we've been reaching dead ends on this cattle mutilation. It's very strange. I mean, they describe the mutilation is done with such precision that it would take some kind of equipment, equipment that most people wouldn't have access to, and a level of um, familiarity and precision with the equipment that doesn't seem to lend itself to this type of area. I don't know where people would get that kind of exposure to the equipment, learn how to use it correctly, store it, maintain it, transport it, let alone. I just, it's very strange, but uh, I think your case is, is much more interesting. Uh, and when the people come back, are they harmed or? 
changed in any way or they just have lapses in memory they're very close they're very closely guarded they don't mm -hmm. like to talk about it the most mm -hmm. i've been able to get out of bud is that uh he's scared he doesn't like talking about it he mentioned that he's missing several hours that he can't account for i know luisa's family said that she was gone for a few hours and when they talked to her that she can't account for this time either but i haven't had the ability to talk with her uh, when i started pressing bud he just shut down his wife asked me to leave and i had to uh, concede to that well what makes these disappearances something worthy of your attention versus just simply somebody falling off or going to have a, a little uh, affair on the side so the wife don't know or a couple guys disappearing in order to go on a fishing trip why did this pique your interest yeah frank what makes your wife think you're not having an affair <laughs> because i'm genuinely interested in groversville i uh i do believe that there's some strange shit that's going down here. And uh, if you've ever been out to the reservoir at night and saw the lights in the sky, you would know exactly what I mean. What do you mean by lights in the reservoir? We've heard a couple of things about the reservoir. There now seems to be correlation between our cases because I have heard something about the reservoir. Didn't hear anything I about the lights. I will tell though. you all about that next session. Uh. <laughs> now, epilogue. Agent Each and Agent Coldwell. We see the two of you in your beds. Lights out. Curtain drawn. Coldwell, as you're laying in bed, you start shaking with these sweats. And you hear something. You're almost positive it's not in your head. And you eyes slowly open up and you see a gray figure at the foot of the bed about four feet tall and it says why did you leave me you left me in those deep waters i'm still there i'm still waiting and as you sit up and you look around the room you see each is wide awake, staring right at you with a gleam in his eyes. What's the matter, Coldwell? Having trouble sleeping? And that's where we will end this session. <laughs> <laughs> My little green buddy. You see off on, ah, you see uh, on, <laughs> fuck, hang on. Hold on, take a break. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> get another drink, Juice. that'll help. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us once again on World of Hard 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, leave us that five-star rating and review. We have also have a YouTube channel at World of Hard 20, so if you're into watching, head on over and hit that subscribe bell. 
We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so don't forget to look for us there and check us out. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can download the current show directly, pick and choose past shows from our archives, or view our galleries. We've got a lot of stuff posted there, so check us out. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash RollTheHard20Podcast where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So until next session... Keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.